Today's episode of the Ramp It Up podcast contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Ramp It Up podcast with your host, Ronel Sinuis. Are you ready to ramp it up? Ramp it up, Ew. Hey, yo, ramp it up, B. Girl, ramp it up. Ramp it up. The Ramp It Up Podcast. Hey, you need to ramp it up. Ramp, ramp, ramp it up. And we are back with another episode of the Ramp It Up Podcast. I'm your host and your favorite Zoan Wheels, Ronell. December is here, the end of the year 2021. Just about 15 days left until 2022. Man, I'm ready for a new year. Hoping and praying for an amazing year coming up. I believe we all, we all need it. We all deserve it. It's been about, what, two, three weeks almost since our last episode. I must apologize. I had some technical difficulties I had to take care of, get all that handled before we can come back. But here we are. I'm going to try to get one more in before New Year's. But I am glad you folks are with me. We've got a couple things to celebrate. Um, do have some unfortunate news to share as well it kind of went down after I planned this episode, but I would be remiss not to share it. And of course, a couple birthdays to share as well. Now, what we're talking about for today's episode, though, December 2nd, 2016, as many of you guys know, was the day I had my spinal cord injury accident, which changed my life as I knew it. Some people refer to it as my life day because life changed and I also didn't die so I guess it's appropriate and this past December the 2nd 2021 marks five years yes five years since my accident a lot has changed uh, a lot of good uh, some negative but here I am I'm still here to say many thanks and partially to you guys who listen and support the podcast mainly to my amazing support system my family and friends most of all, to the good Lord who has kept me. Um, in the first season of this podcast, I did an episode called Year One, where I just talked about some of the things that I went through in the first year of my accident. So we'll recap a little bit and then just talk about, very briefly, the past five years and where I am now. Before we get into that, I'm going to give a couple of birthday shout-outs. The first goes to my nephew, Larnell. He is the first of many nephews and nieces his birthday was on December the 9th. Shout out to the nephew, Larnell. Uh, number two goes to a good friend of mine, Lucy. Her birthday was on December the 12th. Uh, we've been friends since we were teenagers. So I definitely have to say happy birthday to her. And she's been an amazing support system uh, during my injury as well. So shout out to you, Lucy. You old. You old. And uh, lastly, until I guess the end of the month where I have another birthday, my homeboy, again, since we were teens, my boy Steve, December the 15th today actually is his birthday. 
So happy birthday, bro. Man, we old. We are like on the wrong side of 30, almost 40s. But it's okay. We still sexy. Happy birthday, Steve. So again, Larnell, Lucy, and Steve, happy birthday to the three of you guys. May the good Lord give you many, many more. I'm going to change gears just a little bit because uh, there's another friend of mine who had a birthday as well. And I would have been saying happy birthday to him. But unfortunately, just a couple days after his birthday, he passed away. Um, uh, we'll preface it by sharing his name, Colton Sanders. Colton was... Actually, I met Colton, I'll say, early 2000s. He and my brother worked together at a restaurant called Bahama Breeze uh, down here in um, South Florida, specifically in Pembroke Pines. I met him through my brother years later in about 2009. I ended up working at the same restaurant and I met him and it was nothing but love, mostly because he knew my brother and they were good friends. So he decided to take me under his wing as well and just uh, not only show me the ropes, but treat me real well. And he, he remained a great friend for the four years I was at the job. And uh, it, it pains me to say his birthday was on December the 9th. And uh, we found out he passed away on December the 12th. And um, it, it's hard. It, it, this year has been full of pain and hurt and a lot of loss. But, you know, it, it, there are no words to really express. And I, I just want to say to all our friends, our mutual friends, we all work together at Bahama Breeze. And those of us who all used to hang out at Gabby's and some of the house parties and the different activities we did together, uh, you know, it, it's going to hurt. Some of you guys knew Colton for 20 years, 15 years, and uh, knew him a lot longer than I did. But that doesn't mean we I loved him any less. And as a family, we we all kind of stuck together, even though we went our different ways post Bahama Breeze. Some of us had different jobs. We did our best to stay in touch. And Colton always reached out when it was my birthday or just to share a positive word. And I posted something, especially post-accident. Uh, and you will be missed, man. It, uh, again... Good friend, uh, uh, ah, you'll be missed. Uh, that's all I really can say. Uh, he, myself, and one of the other guys were dubbed the three bears at work. I was Black Bear, Juvie was Kodiak Bear, and Colton was the Polar Bear. But, you know, he'll be known as the Remy Boy. We all knew Col Colton loved him some Remy, but no matter what, like I said, he was a great dude. His memorial will be this weekend on the 17th, and... Um, if I get the opportunity to go out just to spend that time with other people who loved him, his mother, uh, some of the other guys we met over the years who have nothing but great things to say about Colton. So again, uh, we're sorry to see you go, my brother. We pray that um, all the love that we pour out gives your family some sort of comfort, but uh, you'll be missed. You'll be missed to say the very least again. Happy birthday, happy life, rest in peace, my brother, Colton Sanders. All right, guys, uh, sorry about that, but had to share a few words for my boy. But back for today's episode, we're talking about five years. Uh, five years from December 2nd, 2016 to December 2nd, 2021 is where I can celebrate not the injury, but the fact that I still have life. You know, 
many people have had less severe accidents than I and have perished or got hurt even worse than I am. So despite whatever hardships I may be going through or some of the challenges, and there have been many, I'm really grateful uh, to, to say that here I am. Um, the first year, I talked a lot about what happened. I, I got the really bad wounds and ended up back in the hospital and on uh, bed rest for six months. And till this point, five years later, I still think that was probably my lowest point because I was just doing a lot of having getting a lot of progress through therapy and I was moving forward, kind of getting used to it. I had all the support of my family and friends behind me and I was like, I hit a brick wall and had to have surgery. I was in the hospital for another month. And then when I came home, I was stuck in my room for almost six full months. The few times that I did uh, get out and get back in the chair were to go to doctor's appointments. And it was hard. It really, really was hard. And I had panic attacks. I, I felt like I was losing my mind from just being stuck in a home and realizing how grave the the new injury was and how the infection itself almost took me out. Like, ironically, the infection itself was a, a bit more potentially deadly than my actual accident. But again, with the support of amazing family and friends and the healthcare professionals that helped me recover, I I came through. I came through it and I was able to resume therapy towards the end of 2017. Five years later, yes, I've been hospitalized many times. Uh, but I've also been blessed, like I said, with great support systems and, and staff in the hospitals and in the homes who helped me come through. I've learned a lot about myself. A lot of people like to say, hey, Ronell, you're strong, you're an inspiration, blah, 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 blah. And I'm thankful. I, I, thank the, uh, I thank them all for the kind words, but I don't think so. I, I really think without my first and foremost faith in God, without the the protection of the father, you know what I mean? Without him and the healing power that that comes only from him and the comfort that he gives, you know, and the fact that he sends angels in your life. And whether you believe in the spiritual angels or corporeal ones, people who just show kindness and, and love to you, even though you may not know them or uh, you may not deserve it at times because, yeah, there were cranky moments and times you just want to cuss folk out and yell at them. But God always provided and made sure that I was never alone, even when I felt alone in uh, many of the circumstances. And then again, my, my family and friends who supported me. And when I mean support, like, yo, they dealt with some crap. I've, I've had to have some um, heart to heart talks with a lot of my siblings. In fact, my sister and I just had a conversation about two days ago where she was thanking me for how I, I guess, handled the situation and, you know, did my best not to have too many freak outs or cussing anyone or just being really bitter about it. And we were honest. There were times where they were mad at me, of course, or they were extra tired or they were in a bad emotional place and didn't feel strong enough to be my support system. But they still did. They came through and we had some talks where I had to acknowledge that, look, I was being a bit of a brat or I, I was making it hard for them to care as much or to physically be there for me. But in the end, we, we found our happy place. And 
I don't see them as my nurses. I don't see them as my healthcare providers. They're my family and friends. I love them. I love all my siblings. And even though they've had to be put into some uncomfortable positions, they've never made me feel bad about it. Of course, we joke around and all that fun stuff, but not once did I ever look at any of them and say they were going to leave me in a hard spot. So thank you um, to, from the top, Janelle, Fanel, Murnell, Brunel, Jr., the nephew, Larnell, my in-laws, Neely, Jeff, and Ramon. Uh, all of you guys have really done so much, and I'd be remiss not to say thank you to all my nephews and nieces for being amazing, but... There's like 14 of you guys. So I'm not going to go through everybody's names. But just know you guys have made these five years not just livable, but great. You know, it could have been a lot worse. I know many people who have not had the support I have. And I have to say thank you each and every day. Also, uh, in the beginning of the injury, I'll say by second year, I was already trying to figure out how to get back on the radio. And thanks to uh, my friends and family at WSR at 1580 AM, yeah, I was able to get on air a couple of times, uh, but I wanted to get back regularly. And that's kind of where I birthed the idea of doing a show. It was initially supposed to be like an Instagram-based online show, but it evolved uh, by the third, fourth year into the podcast. Here I am with the Ramp It Up podcast, where I have to say thank you to those who helped me buy some of my equipment, uh, the the folks who gave me advice on how to get the podcast going, and those who listened, because without those who listened and critique and just support me regardless, I wouldn't have made it through going on my third year. Um, January will make three years since I started the podcast. So without the amazing uh, folks at the radio station who gave me the skills I needed to progress and uh, those who listen, I don't know all of you guys. You guys are all over the world. I, I like to look at my analytics on uh, my hosting website to see that there are people from other countries who listen to me regularly. And I hope I'm helping or informing or, you know, entertaining you guys on a regular basis. And I pray you guys continue on this journey with me in my recovery, um, in the recovery and the stories of others and just some of the giveaways and the fun that we have here on the podcast. Also part of the journey these past five years is the financial journey. It is rough, you guys. Like, I went from working two, three jobs, having money on a regular basis. I ain't rich. Far from it. But I never really had to worry about making ends meet to being relegated to staying home and waiting for a disability check. And I don't know if some people have that misconception that Sitting at home and getting disability is lucrative. You're making all this cash, but it isn't. Many people who deal with disabilities or who receive disability income or social security income are living right at or right below the poverty line. It is pretty rough when you think of all the expenses that you have on a regular basis and now add on all of the health care and the supplies that insurance does not cover. It becomes very expensive and uh, a big priority of mine was to try to figure out how to become financially independent again and I'm still on that journey I'm not there yet but since then I've come across a couple side hustles 
that are potential money makers. A good friend of mine, she and I sit down on a regular basis and just talk about different ways to make money even in your leisure time or a couple bucks, a couple hundred bucks for the month to kind of help supplement the income that we're getting. Also, I got into the stock market. I am not good at it yet. I've made some good investments, got some returns. Um, the cryptocurrency boom has really uh, turned the market. I don't want to say upside down, but to just brought it to the forefront in, I guess, the general audience or the general public. So I'm learning a little bit as I go along, and I do hope to start using that to supplement some of the income that I need as well. And uh, I still am working on my career path. I, I was able to get some student loan debt paid. Hopefully it will be completely done by next year. And then from there, the moon. You know what I mean? I have no desire to sit at home and just collect checks. I, I want to continue improving myself, uh, improving my financial situation and my career path. So uh, to those out there who are wondering what their next step is, it's very possible. You may have to go back to school. You may have to look into your local vocational rehab. You may have to volunteer. Actually, that's another big one that uh, some of the more seasoned spinal cord injury folks or wheelchair users have shared with me. Volunteering tends to open up career doors. You volunteer for months or a year, and then you prove yourself to whatever organization or company it is, and you end up with a paid position. So those are a few of the things that I plan on continuing to look into for the next year, but you know, it's progress from where I started off in my first year. Also, socially, um, I spoke a bit about it during the year one episode. It's, it's kind of scary getting back out there. I've spoken about it with a few of my friends, and some decide to stay home. They decide to forego going out and about because they're either embarrassed about their chair or just the usual crowd seeing them, and they're not who, or in the physical state, rather, that they used to be. They're still who they are, but... Physically, they're different, and they sometimes allow that to hold them back. And I'm not going to say I'm 100% back at the socialite I used to be, but I've made leaps and bounds of going out and independent, you know, either by myself or just with a friend, and we're meeting up with people that aren't really my usual core group just because I don't plan on letting the house be some sort of Prison, I guess, is the best way to say it because you become reclusive and stuck. And even though it, it is a little scary out there, you, you there are legitimate concerns that I have. What if I have uh, an autonomic dysreflexia attack? What if I have a catheter issue? These things do happen, but I've been reassured by others that we'll survive. You'll get through it, and it'll be just another day, another story to share. And you can't let that hold you back from living life. Uh, the last thing I'll share is... Um, this year, uh, well, I've stated it before, I'm part of the Spinal Cord Injury Support Group of Miami and Broward, which is all under the umbrella of the United Spinal. But the Miami chapter had its uh, holiday party this year at any, uh, a location called Shake a Leg. I heard of it, but I never went. It is actually by, uh, closer to the port. Um, we're like right off of the water. I don't know too much about it, being that this was my first visit out there but i do have an episode coming up to speak with the folks who founded shake a leg so look out for that in the near future in the coming uh season of the podcast but at shake a leg uh, that's where they celebrated our holiday party and most of the people from the support group and people from therapy who 
we have not had the chance to really see in the past two years because of quarantine. Had the chance to come out and hang out. Um, I'm going to share some of the pictures that we took on our Instagram, so definitely look out for that. But what really made it special was it was a few days after my five-year anniversary, and they took us out on a boat. And for those of you who already know, that's where I got injured on December the 2nd, 2016. I was on a boat excursion. Uh, we were going snorkeling, and after diving off the boat, I got hurt. So this was my first time on the ocean back on a boat, and it was a little scary. But those who know me, they know I'm a bit adventurous. They know I like to uh, just do some fun activities despite some of the risk that may uh, come behind it. And if you ask any of my friends or family members, they'll say I'm crazy. But no, I just think I like to have fun. But it was an amazing ride. We were um, in the downtown Miami area. We rode by Vizcaya. It, it was beautiful. Uh, you'll see some of the pictures, like I said, if you check our, our Instagram and you'll just see some of the folks from the support group as well. And it, it meant a lot to me just because it kind of proved that I'm not letting fear rule my life. Things happen. And I guess you could say a more sensible person, quote unquote, would decide they'll never get back on a boat. But that's not my thing. I've been in a pool since I've been injured. I've been on a lake doing the water skiing. And since then, now I've been back on the boat. My next uh, adventure, I'm going to find a way to get back into the ocean. There are wheelchairs that uh, help you access the water. So, you know, maybe in the near future, I'll be talking about that as well. But uh, to wrap it up, five years, the lessons I've learned have simply taught me that it's hard. There's no question. There's no easy way. There's no shortcut. There's no recipe to just feel better physically, mentally, emotionally. All of it's work. It takes a lot of work and Sometimes you can't do it yourself. You need the support, whether it's from peers who understand where you're coming from, from professionals who are paid and trained to help you, or just from the people who love you, who love you the most. They're not always people who share blood relations. Uh, they're not even always the people you've known for 20, 30 years. Sometimes they're people you've met in uh, most recently. But I've been blessed, like I said, with a great support system. And um, I owe it to them and mostly to myself to keep pushing, keep succeeding. And on my next anniversary, I pray uh, I've progressed further, whether it be physically, um, scholastically, uh, through my career, whatever it may be, especially here on the podcast. I do plan on continuing sharing my journey with you guys and uh, the inspirational stories of others and just some, some tips on how to uh, make your journey through life better. I won't say easier, but better. Look out for our next episode coming up. Christmas is right around the corner. I'm going to share some holiday gifts you can get for the spinal cord injury person in your life. Uh, a few things to make their lives and your lives as caregivers and family and friends a whole lot easier. I might have a guest this week or, or this next episode, or we may just wait till next year because I am behind schedule because of the technical issues I was having. But again, I appreciate you all. If you haven't done so, definitely follow us on our Instagram, ramp.it.up.podcast. Go to our Facebook page, just search The Ramp It Up Podcast. You can also email us at rampituppodcast at gmail.com. Love hearing from you guys. I love interacting, and I plan on doing 
even more next year on our socials. Look out, but until then, everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Connect with the podcast on social media. Check out our Instagram page at ramp.it.up.podcast or email us at rampituppodcast at gmail.com. Until next time.